Welcome back to Everything's Carry at 3am. My name is John and with me, as always, is Mandy. I, I can't do it. I can't keep doing it. No, no. you're doing so no, good. No, no, it's, it's like, especially trying to do Mandy, it's like, oh, toy to toy to toy to Well, then don't say Mandy. Oh, I can't do that. That's your name. How did I not say that's that's your what name? I was, that's why anyway. I was going to introduce it, and then you were just going to come in as, you know, Patty O'Malley or that's, that's whatever. That's terrible. You are, you are mocking my culture. No, that's, I'm not. Yes, yes, you are, with the Patty O'Malley. But it's fine, because my culture is a costume, and we want you to wear it. In fact, if you don't wear it, we pinch you. So that's, it's it's not only accepted, it's mandatory. Yep, we're going to pinch you right in the ass. Because it's St. Patrick's Day. St. Patty's Day. And oh, say it. St. Patty's Day. Yeah. I guess, I don't, I, I that, hope that's right. That'll, that'll do. <laughs> anyway, uh, we like to celebrate St. Patrick's Day because it's one of the, the best things to be doing is not only watching horror movies, but also drinking copiously. And eating some really good food, because, uh, you know, if you haven't had the, the chance to make some, uh, what did we have last corn, year? Corn beef, right? Yeah, we had corn beef. We did... Um, cabbage? Cabbage, yeah. We did uh, we did a couple other things. You can even do, like, a shepherd's pie, uh, which is technically... Oh, my God. Shepherd's pie sounds so good. And we add a little bit of cinnamon to it. <gasps> That's delicious. Yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, anyway. if you add a little bit of cinnamon, it, it, just a tad, it, just a it, tad. it adds just quite a, a bit. Just a touch. Just a tiny bit. Uh, but tiny. <laughs> tiny. Tiny bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I uh, love it. You, I want to redo this. No, I want you to do it all over again. We're doing it live. All right. Fine, uh, fine. Anyway, um, so we here at Everything Scary at 3 a.m. love doing uh, St. Patrick's Day. It's it's kind of a tradition now. Well, I mean, we've done it twice. Uh, but it is one of the the most fun things to do uh, on a on a night uh, to if you're you're not going to run out and rabble rouse. Uh, that's why we're releasing this as early as possible uh, so that you can, uh, you know, do your stuff now. You can get your drinking done early. That way you can do your driving later on. I'm kidding. But don't do that. What the hell? No. <laughs> get an Uber. <laughs> there you go. No, seriously, be, get an Uber. Be the it's... responsible Irishman and and, and j- get an Uber. Because you're all Irish tomorrow. That's that's one of the things. Whether that's you, the nicest part. Whether you kiss somebody or not, just so long as you wear green, you'll be fine. Yeah. And it's really, it's. I do kind of like that. It's just like, guess what? Everybody's Irish tomorrow, so you can't beat us up. Suck it. <laughs> I actually cheated. I have a I have a four leaf clover tattoo that I've had uh, since I was, gosh, eighteen, something. Anyways, no, I was there for that one. It was no, you weren't. Yeah, it was. Mm-mm. well, because yeah, D got the one right after. Mm-mm. All right. Nope. Oh, you want to Nope. Anyway, my friend was with me. Anyways, so yeah. So, that wasn't your friend. let's get this started. Anyway, so last year we did Grabbers, uh, which was uh, kind of an archetypical Irish St. Patrick's Day movie. Uh, but uh, this year, instead of doing something leprechaun or, or anything like that, although I did want to do Leprechaun in the Hood or uh, Leprechaun in Space or uh, Leprechaun <laughs> Why Back to the Hood. We? Because it's fun, but it's not... It's is good it enough. Is it normal? It's 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 yeah. gonna be it's gonna be People done at home. Expect back. that. You okay. Know? So that's that's something that we do later on. We're gonna we're gonna break the mold by doing something that some people may do but probably won't, and that is Maniac Cop One, the first Maniac Cop from 1988. Yep. Yep. This one was directed by William Lustig, who has done uh, he did Vigilante, uh, he did Maniac Cop Two and Three, he also did Uncle Sam, which we are hoping to do later on sometime, maybe in the future, hopefully, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, it is written by Larry, uh, Larry Cohen, uh, who a lot of people recognize. Uh, he's the guy who wrote uh, Phone Booth, the one with um, Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, he also did The Stuff. Oh, yeah. the yogurty stuff. Yes. It's delicious. Ugh. You just can't get enough. It just looks like cottage cheese. <laughs> 
Some of it was shaving cream. Some of it was yogurt. Some of it was yogurt with shaving cream in it. Ew. Yeah, it's nasty. Ew. Some of it was melted ice cream. And that's like, whenever you see people eating it, it's melted ice cream. Oh, that makes but sense. But like, like when they're squirting it all over the damn place, it's usually shaving cream. Mm. It's awesome. And It's Alive, which is also a pretty good movie, although not as good as the stuff or Phone Booth. I actually really like Phone Booth. So I'm... I'm 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 excited about this one. I've seen this like a long, long time ago, but I haven't seen it in a long time, like recently. So I'm excited about it. I've never seen it, but it, it's it. Let me talk. Good grief! I, I, it's starring it's starring I, Tom I, I, Tom Atkins. Uh, you would recognize Tom Atkins from The Fog, uh, the old one. Uh, actually, seen the new one too. I think he, I, no, I think he might be in the old one. Uh, he's in Creep Show, Halloween Three, My Bloody Valentine, uh, the My Bloody Valentine, My Bloody Valentine from two thousand nine. This is why I talk. You are so rude. Night <laughs> uh, of the Creeps. Uh, he's also in the ninth going. configuration and Drive Angry. He's gonna thrill us. I Wh- hope. Why I was right in the middle because of his I, intro. I like Tom. Atkins. All right, well, fine. Then I'll do Bruce Campbell. You so can Bruce do that. Campbell is our next one. He is in Moontrap, Dark Man, Waxworks Two, Mind Warp. He's also in the Evil Dead franchise. Um, Ash versus the Evil Dead, Army of Darkness, all those good ones. It's Bruce Campbell. Like you'll automatically recognize him. He was also in Hercules. Hercules, Zena. Hercules and Zena, yes. Yeah, both. And Burn Nose. Oh, and uh, Briscoe County Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in a whole lot of stuff. You, you would totally recognize him as soon as you see him. I think he was in Jack of Hearts. It was either Jack of Hearts or Jack of Trades, but I think it was Jack of Hearts. I thought it was Jack of Trades. No, it's Jack of Hearts. It's like... It was the... Uh, I didn't see that. But, oh, I loved it. But I, I, it was like, you, you love everything that Bruce Campbell Oh, well, it was one of those, like, uh, you know, goofball... Um, I can't remember the word, uh, but it was one of those shows that they just, they made first and then they sold to other places. So it went out to like USA and, uh, USA and, and, uh, God was, it was on TBS all the time. It's the same thing like Relic Hunter with Tia Carrera and, uh, Cleopatra 2525, that kind of garbage. I don't remember any of those. Oh yeah. But we did get to meet Bruce Campbell. We did get to meet Bruce Campbell. Well, we didn't meet him. We saw him in person far away. Which he has lost a lot of weight. Like you go, Bruce Campbell. Yeah, because I was like sitting there. I was like, "Good lord!" He because he he looked chunky and burn notice. He looked a little thicker. And then you see him like now when we're watching but him. But he's he was... also doing Ash versus the Evil Dead, so he's probably lost a lot of weight. Oh yeah, he's got to do a lot of physical stuff with that one. Yeah, uh, but we not... love we love Bruce Campbell. Yeah, but we don't want him overshadowed completely by the other guy with a giant chin. I love him from so many shows. That's the great Robert Zadar. Uh, he was in Soul Taker. Uh, if you've ever seen Mystery Science Theater, I think that was like season ten. Is this the guy? Loved that, it. Is this the guy you told me about to look up that one time because it, it, his face was like, like his chin was huge. He's got a big. He's got a big chin. That's that's one of the things. But you actually also recognize him from uh, Samurai Cop because he was also he's the main bad guy who fights the guy at the very end. Mm-hmm. With the swords, and they like they so they have this whole samurai thing, and then they just whack each other with swords for like 10 minutes. It right. made absolutely no sense. I was probably asleep by that point. And but... then he was also in Cherry 2000, uh, which is the one where the guy is trying to get a replacement for a sex robot. Yeah, it's a, it's a great course. movie. I mean, you also why? Got... of course, he's in Cherry 2000. Ugh. Like, how could he not be? You know, somebody's geeking out right now. I was like, "Oh, really?" And you're just like poo-pooing it because you're not you're not in the Irish uh, mood right now. You need to put some green on. First of all, one clover is not enough. It's it's a four-leaf clover. Yeah, it's 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 totally enough. enough. Unless you're going to be killing a a, a leprechaun, that doesn't work. And only in the first one, because the rest of them you have to do something else weird with it. Like I think steal his gold or shoot him out an airlock. 
I, I don't know if we can do that. <laughs> I don't know how you kill him in it. Yeah. Anyways. You kill him in, in Leprechaun in, uh, in The Hood. <laughs> We're not talking about that one. So it's, Richard, it's not The Hood. Richard it's, Roundtree. Yeah, you've also got Richard Roundtree in there. Who's uh, Shaft himself. Shaft himself? He's Shaft. <laughs> Shaft! I know. He's a bad mother. I know. Shut your mouth. I know who Shaft is. But you wrote it as Shaft Yeah, I wrote himself. Shaft himself because he's Shaft. <laughs> no, you, you, put, you need to not be so... You, you need to read these you, beforehand. You put no punctuation. You just said course, Shaft himself. Why would there be punctuation Did for that? Did you know that if There's you... There's absolutely you, no punctuation required in that if point. If you got rid of the F, it would have been Shaft himself. <laughs> if you put it together, it would be Shaft himself, which you already said. <laughs> Okay, uh, it's also got Lori Landon in it, who is in America 3000. This is this is why I was talking. There's a lot of 2000, 3000s, 3s, 2s, 2 and 3s. The sad part is, is that I've been the one who's drinking. I know. That I, makes no sense. I, I'm drunk on life. <laughs> anyway, um, this is, there's a lot of people in this movie, a lot of people who you recognize from other shows. I'm excited about this one. I don't know enough about William Lustig to be able to talk more about the other Maniac Cops. I do know that I think Bruce Campbell dies in the second one, but I'm not quite sure. A lot of people are pushing a lot of stuff. My suggestion right now, put this on pause, uh, go out, have a couple of drinks. Uh, you no, know, no, love just, your life. just pick up drinks and drink them at home. Be safe, people. We want you to be safe, happy, healthy, and live. You know, live. And live. We, we want you to live because uh, a, a person know, who's living uh, can, listen to our podcast. can continue listening to our podcast. Yeah. So that's it's it really benefits both of us, uh, if you think about it. Mostly us. Yep, mostly. Which we appreciate. Which is when we come at it nice, too. Mostly. Yeah. Mostly. So we'll, we'll be right back because we're going to go watch Maniac Cop. Do it. Do an Irish voice. Send them off with an no, Irish voice. No, I'm not going to do that. so bad there's someone out there no one knows his name no one knows his face oh no but now the most terrifying man in the city carries a badge Edward, unstable and with a deceleration injury. As in your old hanging. You really think a cop did this? Why not? Would you automatically assume that it was a police officer instead of some lunatic dressed up like a cop? Vice squad. He'll kill again. He enjoys killing. He strikes without cause, without mercy. You may be getting information from inside the department. That means he is one of us. You see a cop, you cross to the other side of the street. You're not gonna get me. Everybody wants to shoot a cop nowadays has got one hell of an excuse. This one is my personal life, any of your business. Since your wife was found dead in the motel room. You gotta be wrong. You wanna see the pretty picture? Hold on, I, I didn't do any of this. When a cop turns killer, you have the right to remain silent forever. Maniac Cop.
welcome back. Jesus, why did you just scream? I didn't scream. I was boisterous and loud and happy because I enjoy this movie. It's always nice to see Bruce Campbell in something where he's not Ash. Because uh, he, he he still does the rubber face thing. I don't know if you saw that a couple of times. He was doing like the, the, the wiggling around, especially when he was getting his ass beat by Robert Zadar. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that. <laughs> I saw it a little bit. Not like a whole lot, though. That's because you got angry and you didn't want to watch the movie anymore. I like, right from the fucking... 20 minutes in. Or no, 25 minutes in. Yeah, because we, we see that Bruce Campbell comes in the movie 20 minutes in. This is a very odd movie because uh, one of the main viewpoint characters, the guy that we, we follow for the from the very beginning, doesn't make it to the end. Uh, Tom Adkins... Uh, well, you know, spoiler alert on that one for a 30-year-old movie... <laughs> Um, but you know, let's go ahead and get into it. Really. Let's, let's get to the solid point. Um, it's New York. It's the eighties. It's dirty. Uh, there's hookers everywhere because, uh, Giuliani hasn't cleared up Times Square yet. Uh, and we are watching a lady leave her like a bar. I guess she works there. Yeah. She works at the bar. She's yeah, a waitress. She, she's a waitress who works at the bar. She, uh, it's very funny. Apparently she should have worked at one of them comedy clubs. Uh, is what Tom Adkins says about her later on. <laughs> Uh, and as she's walking through the, the, the dirty uh, New York streets of New York. Uh, New York streets of New York. <laughs> it's the easiest way to, to describe it. Uh, she is attacked by... Uh, Two thugs. Yeah, extras from Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo. Uh, from what they look like. Uh, and she beats them off. She well, Okay, she, she is able to dissuade them from attacking her anymore. <laughs> I so guess I should get more specific about that. Yeah, she like beats the hell out of with her purse, and then she ends up running away. They follow her, which is kind of goofy, because, you know, you would think after you got your ass beat that you would be done. Well, maybe, you know, they didn't get to explain to her that they needed to save the rec center. You mm-hmm. know, if, if they'd been able to get that out, this whole movie wouldn't have happened. Maybe. Anyway, so she runs into a... Um, like a park? Li- yeah, so it was like this weird, like, mid-center park. I thought it was uh, Central Park for a little bit, but then I realized, no, there's absolutely no way that's Central Park. Because it'd be a hell of a lot creepier and there'd be way more muggers. Uh, but uh, The muggers she, would be getting mugged. Yeah, everybody getting mugged in Central Park. Uh, but she runs up and she sees this this guy in um, full cop dress uniform, including the white gloves, uh, which I thought was only a Japanese thing. But apparently it's, you know, part of the dress uniform. I've just, I've never, I'm, I don't associate New York cops with wearing white gloves, but every one of them was doing it today. So I was like, oh, that's... But they were doing it for the for the parade. Well, not the... I mean, the guy who was in the car may have been doing it for the parade, but he was still, like, I guess he was on duty because there was an active shotgun inside of that that car. So, I mean, I assume. Anyway, uh, she sees a guy who runs up to him and uh, asks for help, and he immediately grabs a hold of her neck and shakes her like a chicken that pissed him off. Uh, meanwhile, the, uh, the two muckers are looking on going, damn! Yeah, then they run away. Yeah, and uh, she did. Uh, and then we cut to uh, the morning when uh, the cops are pulling the, uh, the, uh, the, the two muggers over to look at the dead body that uh, they're blaming them for. And they're like, no, man, it was a cop. It, it was, was a cop. cop. Uh, we are introduced to Richard Roundtree at that point, uh, which was nice. And uh, I guess it was Tom Atkins, too. Yeah, no. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, Tom Atkins was, yeah. Yeah, so we get Tom Atkins. He's, uh, they walk into the... Morgue. Yeah, so the guy there reminds me of the guy in Ghostbusters 2 who's like, uh, I had a very strong psychic vision that the world will end, 
on no, that New guy, Year's Day. That guy was from Small Soldiers. I know it's the same guy, but it's just weird that it's he had that same look. He looked like a like a like his brother. I think, or something. I think he looked like a discounted Jeffrey Combs. No, that was that was the uh, the actual guy the the oh, I mean, the the yes, partner guy. Yes, yes, the partner guy. Yeah, 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 I can see it. Okay, yeah. yeah. See, he had the same haircut. He, if you remember the guy from Ghostbusters, he, he too, was, he was a discount small yeah. soldiers Ghostbusters guy, or the dad from Transformers, or the dad from uh, Stir of Echoes. Yeah, there we go. So uh, was he the dad? No, he was the the friend. He was the neighbor guy. Well, yeah, he wasn't Kevin Bacon's character, yeah. but he was he was one of the boys' yeah. dads. So he looked like that guy. He wasn't that guy. He would stick it in a bowl of soup if it was still warm. Which he would. That's that's what they, uh, the, yeah. the guy from Stir of Echoes, but not yeah. the guy from the other one. He would only stick it in a bowl of soup if it was actually extremely warm. Because uh, yeah. he's a kinky man. We don't want to go into that part. But uh, don't ask me how I know that. Uh, anyway, so they're talking about the uh, the dead blonde girl. He feels bad about it. We go to uh, jump forward to, oh, the kids driving. Which is hilarious because he does it in this. Robert Zadard, I, I hope that was him doing it. Because he does it in this very, like, smooth kind of way. These two kids are driving inside of a... Was it a Pontiac? Do you remember what car they were in? It was a, I, it was a I nice. Don't. I thought it was a Firebird. Anyway, he drives up. Uh, they She yells at him to slam on the brakes because they've been drinking this entire time. And they stop at a stoplight. Well, the cop walks up. And we only see uh, just, like... You His know, torso down. Yeah. And uh, he, like, taps on the door. And then he does... He does a little finger, the finger curl. Yeah, to like, come like with get me out thing. of the car. But he's not talking this entire time. Like, nobody sees his face. So he just, like, you know, does the come hither motion. The guy gets out of the car. Um, he uses his baton to, like, point to the ground. Like, it's all very... Because you can't see his face. So it's all uh, very much body language. Like, and, he and just seems very snarky. They're doing that thing, though, too, where, like, people are, like, talking to somebody and they're just, like, oh, you want me to go there? Okay, I'll go there. What do you need? You know, that kind of deal. Where it's, like, it's like a guy's not talking and then he's just, like, man, you're right. I really do need to be quiet. You know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So he's just, like, you want to stand here? Look, man, I got to tell you, I don't, I, I, haven't, I haven't done anything wrong. I can't get another ticket, man. My insurance will go up. Which yeah. I always love hearing that because it's like, yeah, well. Yeah, it's true. Uh, but uh, yeah, then he he grabs his billy club and pulls it. And apparently the billy club is a sheath for a two foot long. Small sword. Yeah. It's it's a nice Small little. Small sword, long knife. Yep. And it uh, he just, you know, starts. Cuts shank, that guy up. Shanking him a little bit. And then throws him against the uh, the car windshield, which is hilarious because it has to break right before the impact, so it looks like he hit him really hard. So basically, the the maniac cop is supposedly super friggin' strong. Super strong. Uh, so he throws him on the windshield. The windshield breaks. Girlfriend freaks out, drives away, just leaves her boyfriend's ass there. Like he just rolls off and just leaves him there. Yep. Some poor uh, intern is having, or like PA is trying to spray. Uh, I guess. Was it the uh, the caro and uh, blood you know substitute like the the, the food coloring and sugar uh, was it corn syrup? Corn syrup. Yeah, it had to have been because it was like super see through. I've never seen blood that see through before. Yeah, it just wiped right off the windshield. I think that they actually stuck it in the windshield squirters. And it was just oh, like that would have been squirting good. like while it was yeah because it kept doing it yeah she, she turns she has enough foresight to turn on but you can't see through the windshield the windshield is completely busted but she's still trying to wipe it away like she's oh I can see now <laughs> yeah I think I think there was um I think there was blood in the the like where the windshield wiper fluid was because it just kept kind of like squirting up anyways that was just the thing I saw it was pretty funny 
And so, uh, so she drives away, um, leaves him in the dirt, and then we proceed to go back to Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins is talking to Richard Rancher and he's trying to tell him, like, it's, I believe it's a cop. He's like, how do you, how can you say that it's a cop? That's really bad. It's like, no, it could be a cop. And then he just totally calls him out, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like bad. Because Tom Atkins was like, we need to, you know, get a psychologist in here, you know, just review the cops and stuff like that. See who's been under the most stress, who's, you know, tried to commit suicide, anything else like didn't that. Didn't you try to kill yourself? <laughs> it's just and like, that's wait, exactly what? how he says it. He's like, wait, didn't you try to shoot yourself not too long ago? Well, like, wait, a couple wait. of months ago. <laughs> And he just goes, uh... The gun went off. The gun went off. And he goes, oh, yeah, it just so happened to go off a couple of weeks after your your partner got killed, right? That just so happened. Like, he was super asshole about it. I was just like, holy shit, that's just rude. <laughs> Richard Rancher in this movie is the, yeah, sure, guy. He's a douchebag. He's, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, we then go to, uh, we get the, the third murder, which is the saxophonist. Yes. Who's trying to run the fuck away. And uh, <laughs> it's so sad. He's running away from the, the guys. Uh, the maniac cop comes up behind him, puts uh, handcuffs, on. handcuffs on him so tight that his hands start bleeding as he's running. But he's running with his like hands behind him. So he's like trying to do it in this really wiggly way. <laughs> and then they're like spraying blood on uh, like out of him or something like that. So it's pretty funny. But he runs about... I want to say a like block. a block or so. Yeah, it's not very far. Banging his face on the... Uh, the uh, numbers, like to call people, like, help me. Like, but he's pushing it with his nose. But it's New York, so nobody's... Servants all, fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck off. So, yeah. Help no, me. Nah, you can help yourself, bud. Yeah, nobody nobody helps him. So he, he gets killed. Yeah, he, uh, he walks away for about five feet and then he gets his face shoved into wet cement. Which... And left there. <laughs> To the point where they're having to like chisel him out. Yeah, like, I, I thought they were just trying to work around him. They're not. They're, they're they were genuinely trying to chisel like, him out of the concrete. But yeah. it was funny. New York is callous, but it's not that callous, especially because it gets in the way of the work. I'm just saying. Yeah, uh, perfectly good face print and that good concrete over yeah, there. Yeah, come on, man. Now we have to do that. Ah, got to get the the teamsters out. Now I got to do it all over again. Oh, jeez. I have an oh, awful New York accent. Um. It's at this point Tom Atkins reaches out to some blonde lady that we hardly ever see, we'd never see again, who turns out to be a reporter. So he has her break the story about the maniac cop. And then we see this little old lady driving in a like, She was not Benz? that she was not that old, but she was she was an asshole. She yeah. Uh, so she's driving in a like a Mercedes. It's like It's smoke like a broken it's a broken down car. And yeah. it's like in like some scary scary as hell alleyway and so a cop pulls up behind her and he's alone and so he you know they had just finished breaking the story on the radio and so she's already freaking out and so the cop comes up and knocks on her window she's like you're not gonna fucking get me the nice thing is though it um they did instead of it being a full dress uniform it was still the the like the 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 suit jacket thing the new york jacket thing but he still had the gloves on so, which was another thing. Like, so everybody had to be wearing these cloth gloves. Yeah. To do the red herring. And she blows that motherfucker away. Like, yeah, right in the forehead. Yeah, she shoots him in the head. She's like, you're not going to fucking get me. And, and he's she, like, she 12. She shoots him in the head. And it was just like, you're a fucking idiot. And uh, it, that. It was sad. It was, it was sad. And it was, and it was, which is exactly what was going to happen. Because a maniac cop. And then it was just like, it, uh, the cop will sneak up on you and then murder you. So it's yeah, like, it was ah. just like, it was a whole bunch of that shit. We, we actually had a couple of bits on there where they were like, do it as like man on the street things, which I'm glad we got away from that. 
I, I don't ever remember it happening though. The on, only time on the only time I remember that happening is on the Boondock Saints. Well, I, like I'm, that's I'm the only it's, it's, it's in movies where they have like the man on the street. We ask people their opinions. Like the only time I'd see somebody do an opinion thing would be like Jay Leno asking people like questions that should like could could you be the fifth grader kind of stuff. See, and then the only time I've seen people like interviewed is if something bad happens and they were around, like they were a witness to it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, this guy came from here. And it's just so awful," and blah blah blah. And it's like. Those kind of things. But it's not like 15 people lined up into one. Hey, what do you think of these cops? Yeah. Like, it's not It's not that. Yeah. I, although I would love to have had that Ugh. for pretty much any movie that I ever watched from M. Night Shyamalan. It stinks. Wait, no. I'm kidding. There was a few that were pretty good. Yeah. Anyways. I didn't catch the, the, the twist all the time. There's another one that's coming out. Anyways. So, so that happens. Um, this is when we're introduced to Bruce Campbell. Yes. You can uh, talk about that. Fire. Oh, so Bruce Campbell. So we're we're introduced to this by having a lady uh, snip out the front page of the newspaper, which says something about maniac cop kills again, uh, and she puts it in this big scrapbook. Uh, she then seems like a very worried. You, you know, she reminds me of fidgety. Is She's that, very fidgety. Uh, yeah, she reminds me of that girl from uh, all the uh, Stephen King movies, though. She was in uh, Tommy Knockers as the very like like oh my god. She kind of reminds me a little bit of the girl. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm talking I, about. I if it, I don't even know if it's the same actress, but I have a certain actress in my mind who I'm thinking you of. You thinking of the girl from The Haunting? No. Okay, I'd say her too. No, not no. It's it's um. Oh my god, I can't. Anyways, I I think I know. So, who yeah, you're yeah. About. Anyways, but yeah, she's very mousy. Very. But mousy. she's just like da, 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 and She's like trying to talk to him. And he's just like, look, we tried to talk. We were going to uh, to therapy. You're the one who quit. And uh, I'm just like, oh, wow, they're having problems. And she is, like, terrified of him because you can kind of tell that after a little bit, she thinks he's the maniac cop. And he's pissed off at her because, well, we'll find out a little bit more of the reason, but at least the reason that we're being given is the fact that uh, he uh, he and she are having marital problems. Uh, he tells her that he's going to be working for an extra uh, shift. Shit. Uh, mm-hmm. at night but that they'll go somewhere really nice this weekend they got to tell me more about the rabbits george anyway uh so uh she follows him uh he leaves for the day she, she gets a call or the night oh yeah somebody calls him up mm-hmm. and it was um god it was so this... we don't know who who calls her to tell her he left again didn't he where do you think he's gonna go he's gonna kill again why do you let him kill again and she's just like no why do you keep calling me like just leave me alone and so she hangs up the phone puts a gun in her pocket and proceeds to leave to follow him he proceeds to leave without a car he's just walking down the road um to a skeezy motel it was a budget inn it's not skeezy it's a budget inn he they even call it a sleazy hotel i know but it's a budget inn they're not that bad. It's a sleazy hotel. It, Anyways, uh, the point is, is that he goes there. And at this point, John looks at me because he's like, you know what happens, right? Because you think she, she thinks that he's the killer. I was like, he ain't the killer. He's fucking somebody like that's That's what's happening right now. And she's going to walk in on him. It's going to be awkward for everybody. And then I hope she shoots him because he's cheating on her. Which almost happens. It doesn't happen. Because she pulls the gun on him. She's like, I thought you were killing people. He's just like, look, we can talk about this. She pulls the gun. She's like, no, we can't. Like, he's like, okay, never mind. And then, and then he protects the bitch that he's sleeping with. <laughs> like, like, jumps in front of her and the gun and protects her. Like, his wife did not just walk in on him cheating. I like the fact that we've we've seen movies where, uh, you know, elder gods from outside reality have peeled back the minds of men. We see ones where ch- children, babies, are being sacrificed. 
Uh, we've seen uh, some where Asian people are uh, doing cutesy-wootsy-like things while shooting people in the face. Uh, but this, this is the part where Mandy takes the stand and says, No, sir. Fuck off. I will not allow this movie from the 1980s to denigrate the sacred rights of marriage. First of Screw all. Screw you. First of all, Bruce Campbell's a fucking asshole in this movie <laughs> because... It's so weird to why see him. Would he, why would he tell her, we're going to go hang out this weekend. We're going to go someplace nice. And like, you know, then go fuck somebody. Like, how are you going to go do that? Which he has to have been going at her for at least three times because we do have, uh, later on, he's like, well, do you have a, uh, an alibi for these days? For these three separate nights. He's like, yeah, I was, uh, I was, you know, at home. I was at home. Why yeah. would your wife think that? Anyway, we got the police hey, captain so, has like this growly voice. Yeah. So, so as it turns out, okay, so she leaves, his wife leaves devastated, obviously. And then she gets, runs out yeah. and she gets yanked into the car by the maniac cop. And yoink. then she fucking dies. Like teleport yoink. It was the funniest fucking thing. She's like, huh. she like walks out to the side. She feels distraught. And then yoop. it wasn't funny. It was pretty funny. If you were waiting for her to shoot Bruce Campbell and his whore. <laughs> however, however, so. At this point, the captain goes over to Bruce Campbell. And... Oh, no, no. The, the maid finds him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so the, so the maid, the, the cleaning lady, goes in, knocks on the door, sees the lampshade on the floor. Y'all that must the... have had a nice night. Yeah, so she, you know, so she's like, let's see what the damage is. And so she walks in, and then there's the wife with her throat slit in the exact same room Yep. that Bruce Campbell was in. Where he broke their marriage vows. Where he was a fucking asshole. <laughs> so. And then... Now, uh... And now the captain calls Bruce Campbell in because he was, like, standing in some fundraiser bullshit meeting. And the funniest thing is, it wasn't a fundraiser meeting. They were talking about fundraisers. Well, yeah, but it was it's the, the like, the morning, like, what you're supposed to do as a cop thing. Okay, well, they were talking about fucking yeah, fundraisers. Yeah, the, the roundup or the... the Anyways, call. so they calls him out of there, and, you know, the guy's like, um... Or the captain is, like, you know, really gravelly, like, so... You, so, uh, like... You, you've been having problems with your wife, huh? And she's like, look, I just uh, why is that a, a problem with you? Uh, because I f- we found a dead with a, like, a, a throat cut from ear to, to ear. ear. And it was so, like, uh... That was very Kano. No, they, cause, yeah. doesn't Kano say that? Yeah, from but he does it in, in like, a Australian yeah. I gave him a, a, a smile from, from ear, ear to, to ear. ear. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, he didn't do that. No, but it would have been awesome if he had. That would have been. Because he suddenly just became Australian, and he foreshadowed Mortal Kombat, what, seven... Well, no, probably eight years before it came out. That'd be interesting. Uh, it was 88. Mortal Kombat was 93, I think. I was going to say 96. I don't know. I, I don't was, know. I think it was 93. The 90s were all a blur for me, so I don't remember. <laughs> anyway. Everything either happened in 1993 or 1998. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> like, let's focus. Anyway. So, um, yeah, so that happens. They, they book uh, Bruce Campbell. Um, and they're like, you know, what's your alibi? And he's like, I, you know, I was just hanging out. Like I was with somebody. I can't tell you who, but you know, I was with somebody. So Tom he's Atkins still is trying in, to protect the whore. Yeah. Tom, Tom Atkins is in on this. So he's they're They're looking at the wife's scrapbook, which she has been scrapbooking all of his kills, which I guess that's the thing you would do. <laughs> you, she was, I may be living with a murderer. Let me go a, ahead and scrapbook all of the she, shit that he's done. She was a proud wife. <laughs> sure. Right on up. 
until the cheating. She was so proud. I was so proud of you. I thought you were finally growing a backbone. I would, I would have beat him to death with that book. Uh, and then uh, it also in her diary says, I do now believe that my husband is killing people. And he's just like, oh my God. Yep. <laughs> All because like, you had to stick your dick in something, so, you douchebag. So Bruce Campbell at this point tells Tom Atkins to, that uh, um, he's like... You know, the the woman that he was sleeping with is a cop. Uh, and and she pretends to be a hooker. So she's, she's undercover. Vice. She's, she's undercover vice. to be a hooker. Who fucking knew? Who uh, knew? Who could have called that? So Tom Atkins goes to find the hooker cop uh, who uh, is out doing the Her, hookery thing. Yeah, you know, hooking. <laughs> who knew? Um... And she is immediately attacked by Robert Zadar. I just want to point out that she does not die throughout this entire movie. It was very <laughs> upsetting. That is the only reason why... That is, mm. Okay. Anyways. So, uh, Tom Atkins... Robert uh, Zadar didn't even fucking kill her. He can kill everything else. He couldn't kill her. He kills a fuck ton of people, too. You know why? It's because he was killing all these innocent people, and she was far from innocent. <laughs> God damn. So... Um, she gets attacked by Robert Zadar, uh, who starts choking her. She pulls out a gun. She's able to shoot at him. Uh, this brings Tom Cat Atkins over. Tom Atkins fires a bunch of rounds into him. Uh, and then he teleports away because he has uh, stopped being a maniac cop and he started being a slasher villain. He was a maniac ninja. Yep. Um, at this point, uh, they talk, uh, Tom Atkins and, and the hooker cop, uh, talk, uh, at this point. Hooker cop reveals that there is a lady with a uh, stump leg or what? What she have? She had like brace. a leg brace. She's a leg brace. Uh, who works in the records department? Who is the lady who knew where she was that night? Um, so he goes to check on her, and for some reason, like while he's talking to her, he's immediately like aggressive. Like he's like, I know it's you. Like, no, he wasn't. He, he was. He, no, he wasn't. He, he was, was just like, hey, we should all hang out and get, you know. He, like, no, he it's was... surprising that we don't know each other yet. Oh, yeah. Hey, have you uh, heard about Teresa? Yeah, you know Teresa? The whore? Yeah, because he's sitting there. See, this is the problem. You were obfuscated by the, the whoreness. You had to have been watching him because he was very angry at that lady. Well, he was like, he asking her questions. immediately knew. That yeah. it was her. Well, it doesn't help that she was, like, side-eyeing everything and was, like, breathing heavy and was, like, sweating and being weird and awkward. Exactly. Because he's a detective. <clears throat> but he knew. She was obviously guilty. Uh, so, at that point, he uh, waits until she leaves, follows her, and follows her to Pier 14. Which, uh, you know, was hop, skipping a jump away from Pier 1. So, I was really disappointed <laughs> on that. We could have gotten some rugs, maybe a papasan chair. Man, some overpriced shit. Oh, yeah. But, uh, he views her talking to Robert Zadar as Robert Zadar is sitting there like a like a just a, a marionette with his strings like a toddler like, yeah yeah like she was talking to him like a toddler and uh you know she was just like I thought you were just gonna hurt the bad people and like the mayor and the commissioner but you're hurting all these innocent people and she is like full-on gung-ho for him murdering the the mayor and the other cops that's the weirdest She's thing like, they're bad people like I thought you were just going to murder them. But... I thought you was going to clean up the junkies. But I didn't know you was going to kill all them innocent people. Why didn't you murder the police commissioner? <laughs> Why didn't you order or kill the whore? Uh... <laughs> I'm just saying, we might as well start off from the bottom. Oh, That's like the honey. bottom of the barrel. Anyways, uh, so... Uh, then she, she, like... Tom Atkins makes a freaking noise. 
And then she freaks out, starts shooting her gun from whatever direction it came in. Uh, Tom Atkins runs away, startles a cat. She's like, oh, oh, I guess it was just my nerves. It's okay. It was just a cat. And by then, maniac cop is already maniac ninja and poofed out of there. <laughs> I love that, though, because it's like, it's oh, I, I was just startled by it being like, you know, oh, I shot like 18 rounds off into the, the was nothing. Like, oh. And it was like really close Oof. to Tom Atkins, too. Like, she's a damn good shot because mm-hmm. if she didn't see him, it was a damn good shot because she was pretty close. Uh, and then at that point, we get to, uh, I guess Tom Atkins is pretty sure that it's her. He calls in. Oh, well, he knows he knows it's her yeah. by this point. Yeah. Uh, at that point. But he's like, let me go ahead and get the blonde in. So he gets the blonde to hang out with uh, Bruce Campbell at this point, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and uh, he, at that point, they're doing like an interview room thing. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to go see the uh, coroner over at Sing Sing because I think it's this guy. Oh, he does. He checks out the, uh, the, the, the folder. F- yeah. The, the records or whatever for, um, for Maniac Cop. For who he thinks it is, which it is actually yeah. him. So, because she keeps calling him Matt. Yeah. So he's like, who the hell is Matt? So he was looking for Matt, and Matt is the Maniac Cop. Yeah. And then we have Robert Zadar's flashback to, like tinkly music he was so he was a good he was supposed to be a good cop like the best cop or something but i think what he was doing is that he was just he was skipping the uh the actual like Due process. justice part like you know with the part with the lawyer because he was he was playing judge dread yeah he was just shooting folk apparently. he was just like all right you're guilty bam and at that point, the mayor and city hall decided to put him up the river which they did he got put into jail and then he got sing sing yeah, shanked in, in the, uh, the, uh, the, the shower room. Yeah. yeah, there was no uh, soap on a rope that day. The interesting thing about that, though, is we had three men run in there. And to make sure that they were visually distinct from each other, uh, one was wearing the blue jumpsuit. One was wearing, uh, like, an over- white overshirt. And the other one was just shirtless. Yeah, they were like, we need to be able to tell you guys apart. And even then, I still had trouble because I was like, didn't that guy just have on a shirt? And it was like, nope. And then the other the shirt guy comes out. I was like, oh, there he is. Never <laughs> and- mind. And they shanked him. Like, it's it's really funny, with though. Like Ro- a, with, like, a, a tube or a pipe or something, yeah. right? Was the back the back one? The uh, Robert Zadar kicked their asses for a good 20 minutes, but, you know, there's only so much you can do when you're naked and wet. Uh, oh, no, you're really slippery. He's, oh, you'd think of. But uh, apparently there's some gripping on there. Maybe they're used to gripping uh, guys who are slippery. And Gross. All right, let's move on. So uh, Robert Zadar <laughs> z- dies. We stop the... Uh, the flashback we go now to tom atkins taking the blonde into the interview room with bruce campbell they're talking about it he lets the uh blonde whore talk to bruce campbell the cheater yeah so uh but he also talks about the uh the medical examiner over sing sing he's gonna go ahead and talk to that guy Mm -hmm. uh and then he goes out because he's i guess he's gonna go talk to the lady yeah i think he was gonna go see the lady uh, the lady, uh, the the one with the brace on her leg, has officially flipped her shit and starts beating him with a cane, which I'm like, just kick her on her stump leg. Like, she's got one leg at that point. Like, what are you, really? But beats the shit out of Tom Atkins, poor guy, um, because she knows now that he she's no use to him anymore. No use to the maniac cop. Uh, she's just like, he's gonna kill me. I, I don't, I don't care about dying. My issue is that I love him so much or something like that. It was kind of weird. Was like, so, okay. Something goofy. Um, so she does die. And he kills her and then he kills 
every other cop in the entire there precinct. There were like 16, 17 cops. And he is like, he must be teleporting around because these people are like hung up by their neck, by their Like hanging yeah. from the rafters and shit. Like he went all crazy. And the fact is, is that. Nobody they, heard it. Yeah. The, 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 the Bruce Campbell and the whore, they didn't even hear it at and all. Not one person was able to view that that it was a different guy wearing a full uniform instead of it being Bruce Campbell. So Who Bruce was Campbell in a muscle shirt? is still under, he's still screwed. Uh, at this point, though, um, they start trying to get out of the interview room. They go out. Uh, all the cops are dead. Um, the blonde runs downstairs. Tom to, Atkins is fighting for his life. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, he is incapable of surviving. He, throw, he gets thrown out of like a fourth story window or something lands on a car and he's dead on top of a taxi that was kind of weird that uh, there was yeah, a taxi a random there. taxi and then there was of course there was like eight cops outside at that point i was like where the fuck were y'all motherfuckers yeah for real like apparently he's stealthing around and backstabbing people i guess this works on oblivion rules where it doesn't make any sense so you kill a guy right next to another dude and nobody notices but uh, Bruce Campbell runs the fuck out of there because uh, they really think that it's him. But they do think it's him because a couple of uh, two other cops were like, "It's it, how could you kill all these people, Bruce Campbell?" And he's just like, "Wait, what?" He's like, "I didn't kill anybody. Hey, okay, I didn't kill anybody. I need you to get down. I know I'm pointing a gun at your face, but get down on the ground. I didn't kill anybody." And then he runs out. Yeah. And then they're like, "Are we gonna go after him?" And the other cop was like, "You heard him. He didn't kill anybody." <laughs> Uh, and at this point, uh, Bruce Campbell decides to keep the uh, the interview with uh, the guy Sing in Sing Sing. Yeah. Um, Who apparently is a total freaking liar because they, they were like, you knew that he was alive. This Matt dude was alive and you, you left him alive. And he's like, yeah, I did. So the concept of this was, was that uh, after being in the shower for so long and ha- having most of his blood bleed out, apparently, um, Robert Zadar's character, the Maniac Cop, is... I guess they said that he he's brain damaged or brain dead is what they thought. Originally, they thought he was brain dead. And yeah. then uh, he was alive still, but so he was, he was brain damaged. Yeah. Uh, and at this point, he just released the body to the blonde who got killed earlier um, because he had the respect. The mom with the bum leg. Yeah. Because he, he had respect for... Uh, uh, Him being a good cop. Yep. Uh, and then... The guy's like, I knew it was you, Bruce Campbell, because apparently Bruce Campbell's on the front page. Mm-hmm. That's uh, the killer. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then... <laughs> they, they, he shushes him out. He's just like, get out of here. I'm not going to call anybody. I don't want to put my, my job on the line. Get out of here. Get out of here, Bruce Campbell and whore. And then the nurse walks in and hands him a green tie. Oh, here you go, doctor. It's St. Patrick's Day. That was the weirdest little add-in. Look, it's St. Patrick's Day. And then the St. Patrick's Day parade is going on outside as if to confirm that the nurse isn't nuts. It really is St. Patrick's Day. With, uh, you know, a reporter Sam Raimi uh, doing the play-by-play. Mm-hmm. I totally knew that was Sam Raimi. I was like, he looks like... Ted Raimi. He looks like a Raimi brother. Yeah. yeah. So I was just like... It, it, huh. it was either Ted or, or, or Sam, Sam, but yeah. and he looks way more sleepy, so it has to be Sam. <laughs> I'm like, is that Joxer? No, it's not Joxer. Yeah, it was. So he was he was doing the reporting. Um, the blonde goes into Police Central to, uh, to talk to the commissioner. Yeah, uh, to let her know to let them know that uh, maniac cop is going to kill them, uh, and he's alive surprisingly and everyone's like ha 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 poo poo on you you dirty whore nobody believes you unfortunately tom atkins left a voicemail uh for him that was super fucking vague yeah just there's a female cop 
Is it? Is it? Who's cap, an accomplice? Female cop. I know who it is. She. I'm gonna go check out the records. I was just like, ah, uh, okay. Like you couldn't have been like, hey, it's the lady that works in the records. I'm pretty sure it's the lady with the bum leg. I don't yeah. know. See, he could have said <laughs> so, that. Something that's way more. Like I know it's Sheila. No, you couldn't say something like that, Tom Atkins. You, know you what, had though? to be like, it was a blonde. She may be between five six and six foot tall. I don't know. She may have teased hair. Maybe not. I don't know. I really just wanted her to die. So I was like, I hope they just kill her. She uh, doesn't. No. But... At this point, uh, Richard Roundtree and uh, the police commissioner decide to leave. As the weirdest, skeeziest, he looked like the brother, one of the brothers, the twin brothers from uh, uh, Gremlins 2. It was weird. Little dumpling man. Oh my god, what does he remind me of? Um, oh my god, that's gonna drive me nuts. What did I, what is that from? He looks kind of like the guy from, like a little bit like the guy from Robo, from Robocop. It was like, I'd buy that for a dollar. A little bit, yeah, but if his hair was like poofier. But there's another movie I'm trying to think of him. I can't remember. Anyway, yeah. that's going to drive me nuts. He, and so that guy is just like, come on, just tell me what you, why'd you do it? I, I, I could really use this bust. You know, it was like, is uh, it okay. Is Tim Burton movie? Probably. Uh, and at that point, uh. <laughs> nuts. Just keep talking, I'll think of it. So at that point, uh, the. <laughs> The police commissioner and the captain get murked, uh, and she's like, "Like screw you! I'm not gonna tell you nothing. Get me out of here!" And uh, at that point, maniac cop stabs him, so she has to drag his dying ass into like the, I guess, the break room. And yeah, <laughs> at yeah, that point, the uh, the SWAT guys unfortunately see Bruce Campbell and are gonna arrest him. She chucks a a wheeled chair out the window as. Uh, as Maniac Cap, like, he busts through the room. Yeah, a few cops go in there, but apparently don't know where the hell to find her, even though a chair went through the window, because nobody comes to her aid. No, she Aww, has to... So and she's sad. fast enough to get through the... Uh, mm. She gets out of the... Yes, she's fast. She's a fast lady, because she has she's no morals. She's used to running in hooker She's heels. a lady of ill repute. I understand. She she's also so goes. She goes down... Down the fire escape while Bruce Campbell is getting, uh, like, roughed up by the SWAT guys. It sounded like this when she was running. He gets dragged in <laughs> to the paddy wagon. Uh, and at that point, Robert Zadar just kicks the crap out of the guy who's in the front and drives away with him. I don't understand the point of doing this at this point. I don't either. Like, the whole point at, uh, before was uh, the blonde was telling him to kill... Uh, Bruce Campbell so that it would look like uh, Bruce Campbell was doing all the murders but now he's like like running around like if there was even one guy who wasn't an idiot for five seconds or died uh, like somebody would have been like hey there's that giant motherfucker right there that's not <laughs> with a tore up face <laughs> who's killing people huh uh, but uh, they, they then go into a five minute long chase scene as uh, Robert Zadar pulls away with the uh, the paddy wagon full of Bruce Campbell and the blonde jumps into a car where, the, I, I don't know. it was A like, patrol car. She jumps into yeah, a patrol car. With a cop in full dress uniform. Uh, and it's, it's, and she's like, follow him. So he does. He follows him. And it's like, No questions asked. Just follows him. It's like the Blues Brothers. Like, it just, it kept going. It's like, da, 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 da. and they're like going around the thing and they're crashing into other people. <laughs> they're flipping over another car. Robert does not give a crap. He's just punching through people. Um, and finally they make it to the pier. Like a factory, I guess. Or yeah, I guess it's it the, the same pier. pier. Yeah, it's yeah. the same pier. Pier 14. It's pier 14, yeah. 
uh, drives in there, gets out, grabs an axe, starts cracking, trying to, to crack the little nut to get the Bruce Campbell inside. The blonde shows up with a shotgun, fires off two rounds into the sky for some friggin' reason. Uh, instead of shooting the guy when, you know, Bruce Campbell's safe behind the armor. So stupid. Um, and, uh, Bruce Campbell, like, falls out of the, the, uh, he, the like, paddy wagon. I guess he tries to, like, throw himself out into the guy so that way he can, like, push them both over, but he doesn't. He, he misses the guy and just falls flat on his face. It's um, pretty funny because he's getting the shit shaked out of him. Yeah. Um, Robert Zadar chucks Bruce Campbell at the blonde uh, to where she drops the shotgun and Bruce Campbell's like, quick, the keys. And so for some reason, instead of picking up the shotgun and shooting the maniac, she decides, oh, let me go ahead and release my boyfriend. Uh, thankfully, uh, the, uh, the other cop shows up for like five seconds to shoot at him and then die. Which, again, I would have just been like, hey, this guy who we're chasing seems to shoot and kill everybody maybe, except for my friends. Or maybe not make any noise and just creep up on just him. Just watch. And then shoot him. Don't do anything. Just watch. Have it cocked before you go in there. Because at least at that point, you would have one other guy who could say, no, there was a giant motherfucker here. But no, you don't have that. Yeah. No, because that guy's dead. Uh, at that point, um... Robert Zadar gets back into the truck and decides to drive away. Yes, because uh, he kills the, he kills the other cop. Uh, he jumps in the, the truck. Bruce Campbell grabs a hold on there for some reason. Robert Zadar is slapping the shit out of him uh, to the point where he isn't paying attention. And for some reason, there is a pipe at... Uh, like perfect eye level. Skewering height. Yeah, So uh, or chest height, I guess. Yeah, yeah. so, so uh, yeah, he runs smack into the pipe, gets him right through the chest, drives into the water... And, um, then they pull it out of the water, uh, the cops, everybody's just sitting there with shotguns and, and Did you see that M16s. one cop though? Who's, who's, um, whose cap was on like crooked. Yeah. Like he was trying to be a thug cop. Yeah. It was a lot of rando. Like, I was all, people on that there. was obviously an extra. And then. <laughs> Cause he was not wearing that hat right at all. They pull, uh, they pull him out and, uh. There's, there's Robert no, Zadar is missing. There's no Robert Zadar. And then we look at the pier and there's a hand as it comes up. Although it's a different looking hand than the hand that we saw earlier. Yeah, because the hand that we saw earlier was all red and veiny and, you know. Looked, this one just looked like an shit. old. Well, you know, it's the water. It's cold. So Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> anyway, uh, end. Uh, we watched this one on Shutter, so I don't know if there. I thought there was another part where, like, he pops out of nowhere behind the, the mayor and kills him. But that may have been like a, a extended version or like the TV version or something like that. Uh, it was not in the Shutter version that we watched. Yeah, you know who else he should have killed? The blonde. The bron- the blonde and Bruce Campbell. <laughs> but apparently Bruce Campbell you, gets you in are, the second one. You are the little kid from Identity. So horrors don't get to go to heaven. They don't. They don't get to survive the movie. They ah. don't. I agree. He should have <laughs> shot her first. So what's your rating? Think right. about it. Yeah, you go first. Okay. I love this movie uh, because it is 80s all the way through. Uh, you know, the the hooking notwithstanding, I still think it's a fun movie. I like Robert Zadar. I like Tom Atkins. I was very surprised that Tom Atkins doesn't make it to the end of the movie uh, because he's such a like a pivotal character. I really like Bruce Campbell in it because he, he's still Bruce Campbelling all over the place. He's like, they have this part where he's in the paddy wagon. They're like zoomed up on his face and it looks like something straight out of uh, Evil, Evil Dead. Dead. He's like, he, he starts mugging for the camera whenever he gets to, to do anything. It's so funny. Uh, so I... I love this movie. I'm going to give it eight shamrocks out of ten. Because it's fun. It's fun. 
And it takes place on St. Patrick's Day, which is why it's a St. Patrick's Day movie. It's the same information that you would do for uh, Die Hard at that point. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to give it a 5 out of 10. So you still, you thought it was okay. Shanking in the, the showers. Okay. Shanking in the showers, yeah. Shanking in the showers and yeah, crying the, the in the hooking, bedroom no last lie, night. The, 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 the cheating was definitely like a three-point modifier for me. That was, this, it was good other than that part. If they if they would have just killed her, <laughs> I would have been totally fine. You were so angry I was about all, that. She better die. As she like the whole time she was like pouting. She and was like, I think why is this bitch still alive? And I think it's because of the fact that the wife who was innocent in everything and just got screwed over completely dies. Like I think that's the part that bothered me. Like I, I that, that got that. to me. Yeah, Everybody like that got, got to me. All the, all the the all the people who died were innocent. Yeah. I get it, but she had just like just like found out that her that her husband was sleeping with a whore. Because <laughs> they're both whores. They're they're both whores. That point, makes him a man whore. Point being, point being, that's the only part that I didn't like about it because I really did feel like the wife got the short end of this, you know, staff. Because it was. She wasn't a, getting any of the. She wasn't of the getting staff. any of the staff. The horror yeah. was. <laughs> uh, so really, um, I, my suggestion is grabbers and this one. Put them on your your St. Patrick's Day watch list. I uh, watch grabbers first. Oh yeah, definitely watch grabbers first. Always watch grabbers first. Unless you don't mind that the horror doesn't die in the movie. Uh, you know the bad part about grabbers first is that's it, why I like, watch horror movies. Through, you're like. I get thirsty. That's why I <laughs> watch, watch horror, horror movies. Yeah, because I all watch the... horror, horror movies. So die the whore dies. There's a whore in both things, and they die. That's the point. Yeah, you you sleep around, you die, and this one that didn't happen. It was just it was very frustrating for me as a horror fan. <laughs> so, okay, well, what about you? Do you uh, do you only watch uh, horror movies to watch the horse die? Do you do you uh, uh, think women of uh, of ill repute are actually uh, pure and innocent souls and should be treated like they have heart of gold? Reach out to us and let us know at esat3am at gmail.com, esat3am.com, or at esat3am on Facebook and Twitter, or leave us a voicemail at our Anchor FM site. Um, I just but, want to let everybody know out there that I do not have a problem with sex workers. I have a problem with this movie because you, you have, this woman was not a sex worker. You have problems. She was just a whore. With adulterers. Yeah. Okay. Oh, with, yeah. That sounds much better. Yeah. Yeah. Sex workers, you, you do your thing. You okay. have a problem with people. Because sex workers, they're just doing a job. Oh, yeah. They, so they, was, they're getting paid. They're yeah. That's money. why I'm like, you know what? But, I mean, yeah. Y'all, y'all people do you do. breaking the covenant of God. You know, that commandment is sacred. They were married. They were married. Married. <laughs> I love it. Anyway. Shut up. It really bothers me. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Happy guys. fucking St. Patrick's Day. I hope you have a good one. Seriously. Y'all have a good one. Later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> what a whore. <laughs>